Welcome back to Unarmored Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and watching each episode. And continue, please, to share with your friends and family members and colleagues. And don't forget to leave a rating or review if you feel this is a uh, awesome show. And you can connect to all of my social media on the Parade Deck. Just look in the show notes or you can put in the search engine Mario P. Fields Parade Deck and get all access to my social media. Well, let's get ready to interview another guest who is willing to remove their armor to help other people. Today we have another guest who is willing to remove her armor. I don't even consider her a guest, everybody. I've, I, it seemed like I've known Sherelle. Let's just jump right into it. Sherelle D. Mims, give it up, everyone. Sherelle D. Mims. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. Sherelle, we've been, trying to get, we've been trying to get this thing, you know, this episode since, what, 1905? That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, 2023, fast forward. Here we are. But before you guys know the deal, before I get to the professional introduction, um, again, don't forget to get on that Apple podcast platform, leave that rating or review. That's the only way I can get better. I mean, because if you guys don't leave anything, I guess you're saying I'm great and that's your belief. But I don't believe that. <laughs> I believe there's always room for improvement. And again, thank you for that YouTube channel support. As you guys know, everything's monetized. So every time you share, you watch a video, you even click on a thumbnail. You are generating funds that's donated to Still Serving Incorporated. That's www.stillservinginc.com and continue to help me and our amazing volunteers and partners make a difference in Pitt County, North Carolina. Everyone, Cheryl, Cheryl D. Mims, she is the founder of Global Caregivers Network. She's also the founder and CEO for both companies of Global caregiver speakers and more Sherelle welcome to the show thank you so much Mario what a great introduction Mario thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure to be here oh I'm happy I was worried you know the deal because there's some so, so, some people that uh, your feedback matters now everyone's feedback matters but there's, there's, <laughs> there's a little higher higher metric on Sherelle's. Can you tell the listeners and viewers just a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So as Mario said, I am Sherelle D. Mims. I am the founder of Global Caregivers Network, which was established in June of 2021. From there, we uh, came out of Global Caregivers Speakers, which was established on Christmas Day, 2021. And let me just share a little bit about Global Caregivers Network. This network is exclusively for caregivers, professional healthcare workers, and family caregivers. And then the speaker part of it, the Global Caregiver Speakers, that's all about bringing your wonderful story, your journey, and what you have done as a caregiver for what? In a, in a professional world, as we say, and at a loved one at home, or a neighbor, or a friend, it doesn't just have to be a loved one to be a caregiver. Those are the main things that's going on in the global caregiver world. There are, a, what is it, 53 million, and don't quote me, please, <laughs> 53 million plus unpaid caregivers around the world. And I'm telling you right now, 
you know someone that is a caregiver or you yourself may be a caregiver. So either way, you fit in that caregiver spectrum. So where do we go from here, Mario? Wow, 53 plus million and, and more. Um, you know, let's, let's jump right to the topic. Uh, we talk about caregiving and, and you, you know, from what I've seen, uh, Sherelle, you've done an amazing job. I mean, last year's global conference was just amazing um, and, and exceptional. But let's get let's get into it. The pandemic, you mentioned 2021, right? The year right. 2021 and where you you launched, right? You started both companies in the midst of kind of the height of the pandemic. Yes. From my basic understanding. <laughs> You were a uh, either a nurse, registered nurse or you were in the hospital front lines, caregiving, if you will, for people that were directly impacted by the pandemic. Is talk to us about that? Sure. Thank you so much for that question, Mario. And you're absolutely right. I was right there in the midst of it. I wanted to jump ship myself, but I didn't. Wow. Okay, I'm telling you. It was so horrific. Let's go back. When the pandemic yeah. first started back in March of 2020, when they declared the official date, March 10th, I'll never forget it, March 10th, 2020, <clears throat> official day for the COVID, the uh, COVID-19. I'm telling you, it was so bad. It was so horrific. We were in the hospital. It was just, everything was just aloof, if you will. Mm -hmm. nothing was organized everybody just running around we did the best we could with what we have what do I mean by what did we have we did not have enough PPEs the personal protection equipment what mm -hmm. does that consist of our gowns gloves hair nets shoe covers goggles whatever we needed to protect ourselves from what the virus was at that time right didn't have enough equipment it was so horrific and so personal to me. <clears throat> I literally just wanted to jump ship mm. for real. Mm. It was so much going on. The ERs was over, yeah. over packed and we didn't have enough staff. We had to, they have declared for uh, retirees to come back to work. Oh, That's wow. Yeah. 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 It got real bad. So I still they, tear up sometimes. This is, it was just so horrific. So, Kind of like similar to the military. So essentially what I'm hearing, Sherelle, is that you guys were so overwhelmed with, with you know, patients that they, when I say they the hospital, recalled retirees to come help. Is that what, is that what happened? That's exactly what happened. Mm. Not, not just the hospitals. I guess it was a, the state, if you will. They had to call in retirees. And those as um, whatever they was doing, they needed them to come back to assist us. Mm. It was too much. It was just overwhelming. It was frustrating. A lot of my coworkers got, all of us got fatigued. We got burnt out. I mean, because we had to wear the whole nine, the whole nine, the mask, the shield, the gargle. We couldn't even take it off. We wow. had to wear the and whole 12 hours. The only time we took it off was when we took a break. And that was just to go eat lunch, break, sit down, cry, whatever we had to do. And family members, remember, they, they shut off all the family members coming in, in and out of the hospital. Everything right. was shut off. And it was for our benefit, right? 
we're the staff, we had to protect ourselves the best way that we knew how by doing what? They come out with the vaccine. <clears throat> well, no comment on that. However, we had to get it, right? Because we was in that space where it was active with the virus, we had to get the, the vaccine, we had to get the booster, and then they, there was other series that came from out of that, other strands, if you will, that came from that original vaccine. Mm -hmm. And so all yeah. of us dealing with this, right, Mario, and your listening yeah. audience, for my yeah. fellow uh, colleagues, my essential workers, I'm, I'm not just talking about nurses, I'm talking about doctors, CNAs, certified nurses assistant, patient care technician, home health aides, everyone was an essential worker, right? Not just nurses. Yes, we was at the core of doing everything, but we needed all hands on deck. It was so horrific. And guess what? The people that was, uh, if the audience, if you will, the, the public, they did not even experience half of what we was going through in the that's hospital. What, and that's what I was going to bring up too, listening to you, even you're helping me gain a better understanding of what was going on outside of the news and, mm -hmm. you know, the reporting. And if you had to put, you know, paint a picture, if you will, I kind of use that metaphor, but what was your patient load like, you know, average prior to that? Like what was the numbers prior roughly? Okay, so let's take me. I do, uh, at that time, I was doing psychiatric nursing, right? We had five patients per nurse, which is not bad on the psych unit. We could get up to six, right? On the psych unit that I was working on, they max was, I believe, 20 patients, which was good. Uh, going through the pandemic, though, it got worse because guess what? My colleagues had started getting coming down with the disease, the virus themselves. So guess what? That left us short, right? And now mm. we're taking on more patients. And as the more patient load, the more what stress you become, the more fatigue. Because remind you, we have to put these garbs on every day coming right. to the unit. Before we even came to the unit. We had to put on all these garbs and then go out there. Mm. We rarely took a break because anytime you took a break, you would have to take off your mask and your shield, but you couldn't even take off everything. And of course you're taking off your gown, but it was just, I wish I could have uh, pictures to show you how horrific it was. Just from the time you walked through the door, Mario, you know, going in, clocking in, and then putting on the garb. It did remind me of the army. It did remind me of the military. It was like we was actually getting ready for the battle. Wow. Because the and battle so, was before us. What a metaphor. Right. You know what I'm saying, Mario? Because that it yeah. was so real. We was literally so, getting ready for a battle. Yeah. So you so you're saying essentially, and, and thank you, by the way, Sherelle. Absolutely. You're welcome. So, so to the point it was so overwhelming that that you, you like you said, it was before the pandemic, it was easy to go, yeah, we're averaging about five, no more than twenty. You know, we're now you're so overwhelmed, you can't even put a number to it. Correct. And wow. mind you, they just stopped taking patients. The patients that were that was there, they stayed there, right? We didn't admit no more patients. That was it. They can leave. We was discharging but we were not admitting any more patients mm -hmm. because guess what? They was all coming through the ER 
and most of them was coming through the ER had came down with the virus. And of course, we were not admitting patients that had the virus, right? We're containing what we already have on the unit. Right. So it was very, very horrific. It was very frustrating. It was very, um, we just got burnt out. We did, got did burnt you, out. Did you have any, did you have any colleagues that just quit? They absolutely did. They jumped yeah. ship. I'm telling you, it reminded me so much of the military. They jumped ship because I think what was going on is some kind of stimulus or some kind of money came through where they said you can um, sign up for this money. A lot of them went out. Guess what? I can relate this to the military so good because when we guess jumped what? ship is not good. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it wait, wait a minute, Mario, but it was not good because they yeah, jumped with ship. They jump ship with what? PTSD. Yeah. They were so traumatized. Mm. I'm telling you. You know what, they, what is, what is, and that's why I'm glad we're doing this episode because, and, it, and it's fitting with Unarmored Talk podcast um, mm -hmm. where all human beings will will, will experience a, an emotional or well, multiple emotional events while living. It, it, it's, it's how you think through them. And, and let's talk about that. And that's why I asked the question because mm -hmm. you did not. So how did you, you know, what emotions did you experience? And then how did you think through them at this critical moment where you are still Sherelle Mims in the fight <laughs> saving lives? Come on. Come on, Mario, and your wonderful audience. Let me tell you, y'all didn't see me crying, mm. right? You didn't see me behind the curtains, just on my knees. You know what I'm saying? praying to God, let this thing pass over us, right? You mm. didn't see all that. I'm praying, I'm crying. My colleagues and I, we would go in the back in our little room. Then we couldn't even stay long, right? But we would actually pray together, cry together. You know what I'm saying? We would sit down for a minute and be like, girl, what's, how you feeling? Brother, how you feeling? What's, what's going on in your mind? A lot of us, we had, it was so emotional. For me, I'm telling you, I was burnt out. I was crying. I was I was literally bawling because it had overtaken us. It was something that has, number one, has never happened, mm. right? It overtook us. You know what I'm saying? It just came in and just overtook us. It's like a, a dark cloud just came over the hospitals. Right. And the administrations, they was doing the best they could to get the proper equipment that we needed. Some days we just had to wear the same stuff over, right? Patients didn't know. We knew it, but we did the best we could with what we had. But I'm telling you, that was the most emotional time in my life. Not even having my baby. And how that did you... And, and yes. I want to I want to know what, what how did you think like what was it about you that you thought like what changed that you did not jump ship per se and you stayed in there? You know what the patient mm. I stayed for the patient. Somebody had to be there. Everybody couldn't jump ship. You know yeah. what? That, everybody couldn't jump ship. <laughs> you say, I want, would you say, Shira, I wanted to, Mario. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I had to think through this. <laughs> I could not do it. Mm. I, I could not do it. Why? Because I love what I do. Wow. This is my passion. 
taking care of God's people, taking care of people, period. We ain't even got to put an acronym to it. We ain't even got to put the word to it. Being nice to people, being kind to people. And guess what? They was the most vulnerable, the patients. We was the ones coming in from the outside. They was already in the hospital. So I played my part as a patient advocate. I made sure they had everything they wanted, everything they needed. It did not matter. If I had to sit there and talk to them for a minute, that's what I did. Because remember, this is emotional for them too. They got family members that could not even come see them. Right. They couldn't come in. Nobody coming in, nobody leaving out. And wow. so for all of that was going on at that time, I was just so glad when they said it was over. But guess what? It's still not over. They're still yeah. coming through the ER. They're R still right. coming with yes, they're still coming that, through the ER. And I and still I love, wear my mask, Mario. Yeah. And I, and I love everyone, I love you guys didn't catch it. I'm gonna, you know, as I'm just inspired by by Sherelle. Did you guys hear the power of passion? You know, Sherelle talked about all of the catastrophic events, the unknown things that would just happen. People jumping ship. And <laughs> out of there, man. Oh my gosh, but the power of passion. And I love Sherelle how you took the perspective of the patient, where you said, not only is it me caregiving for these patients during this very traumatic time. But let me put myself in their shoes, which, in their shoes, which was a choice, if you will. Um, looking back, I mean, you built two amazing companies. You you look at you, right? You, mm -hmm. I won't say survived. You you were thriving. Thriving, yes. <laughs> Come on. You yeah. were thriving through some of the world's most most challenging moments when it comes to the healthcare industry in our lifetime. I mean, I know I turn seventy five next week, but. Um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but, yes. But it was looking, so real, baby. But looking back, if mm -hmm. you had to pick one thing that you can give our listeners and viewers, one tip that you can give them as they face either current or future life challenges, what would you give them? Number one, we can't speak enough about taking care of you. Mm. Make yourself a priority. Just think, Mario, if I didn't have the stamina that I did because of what I do, I take care right. of me. You know what I'm saying? I take care of me, self-care, drink my water, do my exercise, eat the right food, right? I'm telling you, don't take any medications. That's I had that stamina. But when I look at my colleagues, they jump ship. I'm not saying they didn't have the stamina. I'm just saying, look at me. I'm still yeah. standing through the storm. Same way in the military. Some going to make it, some are not. Some jump ship, some do not. Those that have the stamina, it's a reason why I'm still here. Because look what happened. As you said, Mario, two wonderful uh, companies came out of it. The Global Caregivers Network, Global Caregiver Speakers. Right. These uh, caregivers, uh, Facebook groups are exclusively for caregivers. That's my whole focus. That's my whole passion. That is my DNA, taking care of others. I well, know Sherelle, I'm a servant leader. 
No, well, I, I tell you what, you've definitely taken care of me over the last year and some change. And I've I've personally witnessed you take care of a lot more people globally, which is yes. fitting for you know the, the company names. I know you are having fun. So I you know I stopped saying uh people are busy years ago because the guests on this show uh, they are having fun uh, making an impact. <laughs> So thank you for appearing on the Unarmed Talk podcast. Thank you for sharing um, with the listeners and viewers. And you guys heard it. Self-care. Put yourself first. It can make a world of difference. But it's a choice. And you have to think through it like Sherelle did. How can people connect with you, Sherelle? What's the best way for people to connect with this awesome, caring person <laughs> who's doing great things? I'm telling you, man. And thank I ain't joking. So I'm not joking. <laughs> how can they find you? They will email me, Sherelle at globalcaregivers.net. And you can always go on the website, globalcaregivers.com. And guess what? I'm old school. I love talking on the phone. 260-218-3377. Let's talk about it. I'm telling you, if you're a caregiver, connect with me and connect with us and get your event bright ticket. We have a wonderful inaugural National Family Caregivers Conference coming up November the 10th and 11th. Be there. We got some, uh, I'm telling you, we got some headliners. Mario was there last week. I mean, last week at our last summit. It was, I'm telling you, it was phenomenal. You have to be there. If you're a caregiver or you know someone that is a caregiver, show up support us it's a, a virtual experience so we look forward to you being there connect with me thank you so much mario it's always a pleasure coming on and sharing the good news with the people no thank you again so much sherelle and guys you guys know the deal we're all human beings we we're born emotional we're, everything's emotional but to think is a choice and hopefully these episodes and many more to come will help you develop potentially a precise or accurate way of thinking through life events. See you guys in a couple of weeks, but you guys know how I sign off. God bless you. God bless your families and God bless your friends. Sherelle, be safe. Thank you, Mario. Thank you for listening to this most recent episode. And remember, you can listen and watch all of the previous episodes on my YouTube channel. The best way to connect to me and all of my social media is follow me on the Parade Deck. That is www.paradedeck.com or you can click on the link in the show notes. I'll see you guys soon.